domestic violence is back, baby. But racism in all forms is bad. And as a Tesla Board of Trustee member, that is my current statement. Um, exclude the domestic violence, but that was unrelated. That was at the end of a context. <clears throat> More on that later. Welcome back to the Third Floor Pod. Thank you for joining us. We are back in my room today, but we're on the floor. Thought it might be chill. We're on the hardwood floor, but I'm, I have like three pillows in between me because if I sit down in any way with my ass on the ground, some part of my legs fall asleep and I'm 22, so I'm definitely unhealthy in some way there. That can't be good. Uh, but thank you for coming back to the show. We love having you guys. And uh, we got a lot of news today. Um, sh- again, big shout out to our, our sponsors for funding the show, funding me and my operations. Thank you, the Taliban. And um, to great success. So let's break right into it. Actually, Before we get into the news, the current events, let's talk a little about movements, you know, a social movement, Uh, maybe even a a theory or conspiracy that breaks out into a full-blown capital riot, you know, what, uh, um, just fun movements. In 2016... There were some hot movements. We think we just got hip to this whole... I mean, they've been doing it since the 60s. But in 2016, we had the Me Too and a million other shit. The Trumpers. Back in, I think, the KKK were marching at one point. You had the BL. It was It was all over the map. That's when it got fun. I mean, that's when looting became fun, became, looting was loony, you know, it was no longer a crime, it was like silly, like, yo, you did that at the, at the riot, and I'm, you know, whatever, goes both ways, anyways, all these movements, a lot of them have been shunned, one stands true since 2016, and has only grown since, Do you know what that is, Cal? Birds aren't real. Why in the world? I can't believe how stupid I was. I mean, I was only like 17 when I found out. But I didn't believe it at first. Because all my mainstream knowledge had me thinking, no, a bird is a bird. It's just like another animal. No, they were obviously completely replaced by the government, and they're all drones. Very quick. I mean, resting on the wires, recharging. It's, I mean, that white stuff they drop, what is that? No one even knows. No. Anyways, um, I love that conspiracy. I got a shirt. Cal got me a shirt for that a while ago. Birds aren't real. It's... 
I just love the shirt. I mean, it says the third annual bird truther rally. Because that's the thing. Maybe you're like into the conspiracy. But if you're silent, you're complicit. That's why I'm a truther. I'm out here fighting. No, there's so... There's an article on him. The lunacy is getting more intense. How birds aren't real took on the conspiracy theorists. <clears throat> the story is actually about a kid at the University of Arkansas. And Peter Mikendo. Mikendo. He's now only 23, by the way. So he's way ahead of me. I mean, when I sit crisscross applesauce, my feet are asleep in like eight minutes. Less, sometimes. Um... Yeah, so there was a Me Too protest, actually, outside his college campus. And then the Trumpers showed up. And they actually, like, made good. This was, like, one of the beautiful moments of the 2016 riots where the Me Too and the Trumpers agreed on the vagina hats. Everyone liked those. You don't remember those? Anyways... Um, no, that's not relevant. He saw it all, and he decided to be a random person, and he wrote, birds aren't real, on a fucking big piece of paper, took it outside, held it up. People were like, what? The hell does that mean? Media was there already, because of all the other fucking protests, and he got into an interview and just started talking. Let me see. If I can find some of his. Made a placard and went out to join the march. It's not like I sat down and thought I'm going to make a satire. I just thought I should write a sign. It has nothing to do with what's going on. The statement was birds aren't real. <laughs> he said it was a part of a movement that lasted 50 years. The deep state. Because someone just came up to him. Started talking to him. Anyways. Um... I don't know what you believe in, but you're probably wrong. And that's my that's my general emotion on these things. Let's break into the news. I do need to apologize. Um, I'm a Tesla. You, I, you guys know I'm always off jet setting and um, with Elon Musk when I'm not flying to the moon with Bezos. And... <clears throat> Well, we we had some bad press. Little rough around the edges. There's this guy. A young African-American fellow. I think also Spanish, which is what's a little confusing about this story to me. His name's Owen Diaz. And he worked at the California Tesla factory. And... He was called a lot of a lot of tough stuff from I think a janitor, a female janitor was the one who started it, calling him porch monkey and the n word but in Spanish, and then are you yawning? Are you fucking kidding me did you do you know this story? Have you heard this? Why are you yawning? Are you bored of this story? She has no comment. I think she's a mute. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. 
Um, you're not on a word count or anything. You could say whatever you like. I'd be cool about it. <laughs> okay. Um, what happened was we kind of recorded this podcast. Some of this news is new. Some of it is not. But you didn't hear that stuff because we did a 40-minute podcast, but we didn't record it. And I say we. I, you know, we all play a role. And we, we got to double check each other and we work together. Uh, Owen Diaz, the poor baby, I think he should have got more money. Um... I should, probably shouldn't have called him a poor baby. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> anyway, he got $140 million in a lawsuit against Tesla for harassment. One of the, so the two people they, they point out in the story and they say other people joined in, but the two people they name from Tesla is a Spanish janitor and the supervisor, something Mr. Martinez. And I, yes, I see in the picture he looks like a black guy, Owen Diaz, but his last name is Diaz. So he must have some space. I don't, I'm just, I'm, I'm very shocked by this. It seems very strange. Like, not that, I mean, $140 million strange. How about that? Just apparently, this happened in October. And then it was reduced. They took off like a hundred million, or a hundred twenty million, or something like that, like a big chunk, big chunk. But he's still he's still walking away. I I think with something like twenty million. That that was my math. Um, why don't we just go to the article? Because those are often factual, unlike me. I do apologize. Tesla does not want to operate this way. I've never conducted myself in such a way. I've never had my employees uh, under, you know, if they report something, I take action immediately. Fortunately, I don't work for Tesla. Um, So, he was working there, I think, a couple months Super supervisors N word, it's it's bad. They called him it a lot. Um, porch monkey first in Spanish, and then when he complained in English too, eight to ten other coworkers started calling Mr. Diaz. Oh, the word. Not gonna say the word. Of course, but it's a little annoying when you read an article and it's N star 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 star. Are, and then you just have to not say it in your head or say like you just have to th- not think about it but think about it it's a lot I understand it's an offensive you can't just write it in an article I know but it's a lot for my brain to do it's not a good brain and direct supervisors Martinez and Hurtado called him the n-word over 60 times to others I mean Diaz it, Martinez, Hurtado, and Diaz. Which one's the victim? Do you even remember? <laughs> um, 
is not a mere offensive utterance. Oh, okay, this is where they get into it's the most offensive word in the language, which is true. I mean, and they, uh, there's a Fannie Mae case in this, and I had to do that for your civil rights course. If anyone who works for William Patterson, what? I didn't say that. I just, I happened to see it while you were doing your homework. Go on. You, you said it. I didn't say it. All right. I'll cut that. I'll cut that. Um, thought it'd be funny. You gotta, all right, all right, all right. We're gonna move on. (laughs) We're We're gonna cruise past that. Observe the slurs. Okay. What's a Fannie Mae? Fannie Mae was really cool. I liked her, actually. She was down from uh, Mississippi, and she was actually a slave, like, from birth. Her parents were on the plantation. And then when she was, like, I think late 30s, like 39 or or maybe even 40 or something, um... <clears throat> She went to church, SNCC showed up, the, I forget what, student something, something, something committee, I don't know, and they were like, everybody, you can come register to vote, it's now legal, or whatever, around here, so they took her to register to vote, and they had a really tough time, like, they only let, like, two of them do it, and Fannie Mae was one of them, and then she gets home, and the plantation owner's like, you're not allowed to register to vote, I didn't tell you to do that, and she's like, well, and she actually had children on the plantation at that time, uh, she later, you know, came back from them, but, um, she just had to leave, She's like, I won't have you, and or they were going to kill her. So she stayed up the street. They shot up the house, killed somebody else in the town that night. No, I was like the, the local yeah. plantation owners. This is, I think this was 64, 65. If I'm not wrong, it's right after federally they were legally allowed to vote. That was the 64, after Martin Luther King and JFK. I think that was in 64, that whole bill, the Civil Rights Bill of 1964. Yeah. And so she ran away, and then she did a bunch of shit, like a bunch of laws, and, and fought for shit, and fought specifically for Mississippi, ran for a seat in Mississippi. She was like the first, I don't know, uh, black woman to sit, to be heard by Congress, maybe. First black woman to be heard by Congress. Not bad, I think. If I'm right about all this, I might have her completely wrong. Fannie Mae might be. No, Lou Hamer. That's Fannie Lou Hamer. Fannie Mae? Uh-oh. Fannie Mae was a fan. Mortgage Association. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what was her name? Wow. I just thought because it was in this thing about the N-word, and it said, 
Aisa Eto versus Fannie Mae. Wait, why would Fannie Mae? Oh, interesting. That makes a lot more sense now. I told that whole history lesson for no point. What was it about? Who is she? uh, Fannie Lou Hamer. Fannie Lou Hamer. Wow. I'm a little... I told you, this brain is bad. (laughs) I'm sorry about Tesla's. She co-founded the Mississippi... Freedom Democratic Party. Yeah, yeah, because the Democratic Party in Mississippi didn't stand for the black community at that time. They actually were openly campaigning for the Republicans. Anyways. I'm sorry about Tesla's actions. But... The money was reduced. He'll still walk away with a paycheck. I don't know. I've been called Porky. I ain't never asked for no money. Who's going to give me? I don't. I know Porky's not the same. I'm not even comparing it. I'm just. I'm throwing it out there. That's good. Was that loud? You want this? Nah. Forget about it. Um, I If you have ADHD, you enjoy this podcast. It's all over the map. Our producer is literally walking away. And she's gone. And stay gone. You're fired. You can, she can still hear me. Unbelievable. Unbelievable the behavior in this studio right now, folks. I can't even speak. Of what's occurring. You're lucky this is uh, audio only. Tough scene in here. Worse worse than any of the scenes. Through the civil rights. (laughs) (laughs) Worse than slavery. Okay. See you always. You always go one too far. Anyways, um, as a Tesla board trustee member, I also would like to announce we're coming out with the Confederate flag Tesla. Uh, get your pre-order in soon. There looks like they're going to fly off the shelf, especially in California. Um, yeah, we'll leave the link below to get your Confederate tag uh, flag. Te- I got to stop making this joke. It's horrible. <clears throat> I really don't support that. I well, I I don't have to say that. Look at me. I I'm, I'm. You tell me about Fannie Lou Hamer. How about that? You couldn't. I know about this shit, and I respect it. I liked her a lot, and I really liked um, Stokely Stokely Carmichael a lot too. Looking at him, that guy's crazy. He's like the, the better younger Malcolm X. I mean, uh, rest in peace. Or whatever. Next news. We have more news. This is a syndicated program intended to spread disinformation and misleading information that could cause you to harm you, others, animals, the society, and anarchy in general. 
Let's talk about Disney. This I'm really happy about. Because, um, okay, flashback a couple weeks. This is tough for me to talk about. Uh, sorry, guys. Um, Pride Mickey walked out of Disney with a frown. With a frown. I, I mean, right out the front gates in all his colors, a rainbow. Pride Mickey walked out of Disney. This, I thought it was the end. And for me, I'm personally trying to get into the Disney adult hierarchy game. You know, like who can do more Disney podcasts, who can visit Disney more in one year, who can build up their Disney points the faster, who can get the gift cards at the end of the year. Don't want your points to run out. Um, who can get the most memorabilia, who will get the first deposit to live in the new Disney housing place in Cotino. Um, Disney took a big hit when Pride Mickey walked out. This is all in relevance to the don't say gay law that we, are you pulling up Pride Mickey? What are you looking up? The Story Living. Okay. Oh, The Story Living. Yeah, Disney Story Living in Cotino Valley, I think. Um, Well, this don't say gay law has been tragic for Disney because at first they didn't stand out against it and they give donations and, you know, there's been a little bit of tough conversations here. And just today, not today, we did this also in the podcast a couple days ago. This is not new news, but you probably didn't hear about it because who the hell would know? Charlie with two E's, Disney, air, long, you know, deep air, probably no chance uh, uh, Mix will ever have it, but just that's not, that's me not misgendering, by the way, we'll get into that. Charlie does um politically correct. <laughs> That's me. Clean, clean. Show PG. I would show this to your two-year-old while they're still in the womb, the whole time. Anyways, what what were we talking about? Disney, Disney, Disney yeah, mix, mix Disney, Charlie. They. Roy Disney, I guess, Charlie's father, and the guy who runs Disney operations in, like, I don't know, the, the with the Mexican cartel and the Russian mob and the Yakuza in Japan, you know, but Disney's usual partners, and, uh, but he's uh, Roy Disney, he's, like, another top name there, and he announced that they were going to give more money to LGBTQ rights because Charlie was tra- is transgender and came out four years ago to them. And this is what I love about Disney. This is what I love about this. Uh, 
you get to just sweat. You know, you get to just save this news for a rainy day. You know, oh, one of the heirs to the Disney Thrones transgender. Let's hold on to that. They're a biology teacher, which is like Charlie there. I'm doing the right thing by saying there. It sounds wrong, but they're a biology teacher. I guess grammar might be worse, but it's still, it's inexplicable how you could do both. That's like, uh, I don't know. How do you say that? Two wrongs don't make a right. You can't get a, a biology teacher and be a, um, you know, biology changer. It doesn't work like that. I just, I'm, I disagree. Sorry. <clears throat> but he's also, she, they, is also an environmentalist teacher. Which, that is fine. That's cool. I'm totally for that. Anyways. Um. Disney saved these news for a rainy day. Time that it would be nice. And used it perfectly. And now they're back in the... You know, my I, I put down my deposit for the story living in Cotino. Just like everyone... I, we're going to climb it, the, the social hierarchy. And, and we're going to meet Charlie Disney. I want to shake their hand. Mix, by the way, if there we we got into the conversation the first time that if Disney was your teacher, you would say you couldn't say Mr. or Mrs. or Miss Disney. You would say mix, mix. It's like a mix Disney. Imagine mix Disney was your teacher. I would literally not there's no way you could learn anything especially imagine mix disney mix disney was your biology teacher i'd say i don't think the way you're grading is right sorry disagree it's the way i feel i heard this one story today cal this kid in school um, he didn't get in trouble for it because I, I don't, I don't really know why there was like, I guess just video of it, but he was identifying as a big pen <laughs> and he was just like on the floor and the other kids were like, cool with it. They were like, Oh, don't step on the pen. You might slip on the pen. <laughs> the teacher was like, can you get up please? He didn't say anything. He's just a big pen. What would you identify as now if you went back to school? <laughs> if I was in middle school right now, I would identify definitely queer. Let's get that out of the way. Fat. What? That's a good... I, I'm getting ahead of myself, you know, preparing for the future. And which I don't know how you can't say in a coven, but I would be I would be a queer fat Appalachian woman. <laughs> <laughs> and that, 
that would that's what I would tell teachers. And if they told me to take a C, I would say that C is far too small for my queer fat Appalachian ass. <laughs> and what would they tell me? That's how I identify. You're telling me in a New Jersey school chair, you could fit a queer, fat Appalachian woman. Doubtful. Who's also in a coven. That would be my identity. At least till high school. When I would be a magic pleasure worker. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I'd go work in the coal mines. <laughs> As a magical pleasure worker. Um, someone's got to do it. Right? So, Charlie Disney. Here's... Alright. Alright. I think we're missing the gist of the story here. I, f I think I'm sounding like the bad guy in both the Tesla story. This is an apology podcast. And I want to get this right. So, let me tell you a different story. And... This story is... It's a true story. It's completely a true story. There's nothing. I, I swear to God. When I was at school, college, I worked at a wing place. A wing place consisted of basically the manager and then three types of workers. He had a couple cooks slash dishwashers slash expediters, which made up most of the people. Then you had a couple people who worked up front. That's the second group, the upfront people taking all the orders. And then you had the delivery guys. Didn't do shit, stood in the middle, waited for the orders. And <clears throat> the the workplace was definitely LGBTQ friendly. Amongst other things. Shout out Furries. Furries. <laughs> Shout out. Russians I took anything shout out Ukrainians shout out Indians shout out Chinese shout out North Koreans dead ass shout out Jehoon my boy if you're ever listening he worked there he wasn't North Korean but he was South Korean I hope I think he was Korean 94 great art great art show me some awesome fucking art one time Love to get back in touch with Jahoon. Um, <clears throat> we would smoke after work at like 2 a.m. Shift ended at 1. Then we had to mop the whole place. Take us to like 1.30, 1.40 sometimes. Then we'd go back to the crib two blocks away. And then smoke quick. Then he would walk home from there. Only one time did I go to his house. He showed me some sick art. He didn't go to school there though. He did at one point, I think. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, wings over story. Up front was really the place where it was LGBTQ friendly. The back was more um, immigrant friendly. And Luke, I guess. Literally, yeah. Um, so up front... 
there was Gay Jerry, who I love. Still, you know, he, he cracks me up. I told the story about him, but I shouldn't call him Gay Jerry, but that's what I remember calling him to his face. Now that feels wrong, but I think everyone did. And there wasn't another Jerry working there, so I don't know why would we, why'd we do that, but it feels wrong. Jerry. But one time I said, hey, Jerry, from across the street, and he said, fuck you, bitch. And then I talked about him after. I was like, yeah, I was with some friends. I was just saying, hey. And he's like, when? He didn't even know that he just heard somebody yell at him. And he said, fuck you, bitch. He's a cool guy. Also, there was Nico, who was Nicole. I don't know. I think Nico was her original name, his original name, then it became Nicole. But I always knew her as Nicole. And she was soft sounding and didn't say much. And I always knew her as Nicole. She was Nicole. Long hair and, and she was very nice and she always took care of work and she never bothered anybody. Oop. And then there was also Jordan working up front and uh, she was another girl and, and uh, it all, it was all good. But the drivers were a little annoying because they didn't do shit other than wait for the bags. And there was one guy who was in there specifically all the time who was so... So annoying. He was such a dick. Really, he was just like, a, like a, a, just a douche. It's a big douche. Like, not even in the Jersey Shore sense. More in the like, mom's basement, Nintendo entitled sense. Like this long, not even long, kind of down to his shoulder, but greasy like hair. Chunky, sweaty, and a douche. And every day being like rude to us, telling us to like pick it up or or when is this gonna come? And we're like, bro, you don't like even do shit here. Like, can you just shut up? So no one ever talked to him. And I think I I don't know. I think his name might have been Steve. But I did, I wouldn't know. I never wanted to talk to the guy. I never like fuck him. And there were other drivers that were cool. Actually, one of the drivers was my neighbor at school. Uh, grown um, African immigrant, actually, uh, South African, I think. Um, he was like forty nine. He was a cool guy though. <clears throat> Couldn't understand a word he said, if I'm being honest. So, Steve, the guy who was a big douche. I think honestly. just got fed up with being a big douche and he came into work one day and he said my name's Lynn well really I came into work and someone told me yeah he's that's Lynn now it's a she I said oh what the fuck I don't know that's okay it's I just don't fucking like it's she they I I don't I don't want to be um, transphobic or anything. I just don't like them as I never liked them. I never liked him. I never liked them. But whatever. We never really talked anyways. All of a sudden, hi, Luke. What the fuck? 
I don't care. You want to be a girl, you want to be of uh, uh, they, them, a mix, you want to be heir to the Disney throne, you want to join ISIS or Taliban, I'm not going to stop you. And I'm actually not even going to judge you. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. Ooh. <laughs> you watch out too. Um, you, specifically. I'm looking at you. Um, I did lose my train of thought. Well, the punchline's gone, but you can be a transgender. You, but you, if you're a douche, you're a douche. That you can't switch. Not overnight. You, that takes work. If you're a douche, you're a douche. You, you want to be a boy to a girl? Overnight. Snip, snap. Cool. I'm with you. Modern science. America. Snip, snap. Fuck it. Douche bag to... I like your shoes. If he, if she, if they, if they had said, Hey Luke, those shoes are stupid still. I might even be interested. I might even, if he was still a douche, then I'm consistent. I'm with it. You know, I'm fine with you switching overnight. But don't tell me you're, you know, you don't flip all the coins. You can't, you can't play me like that. Or this isn't three card Monty, you know. You move two pieces, I step back one. You know what I'm talking about? No, you don't. No one does. So, Disney and Steve are the same and that's news and and Russian disinformation but a douche is a douche okay let's hammer it home for the viewers at, at home the kids we must have more news there's got to be something else hmm Wow, you know, that hit so much better in the first episode. I don't, you know, I'm not blaming, I'm not even, I'm just saying it. This feels like a very tense episode. You think our viewers are going to catch on? You think they're going to write? Yeah, you think they're going to write, like, stuff on Reddit, like, oh, they're about to, they're about to break up, like. This is it. They're clearly like... I hope they do. Yeah. I hope they start some type of editing. I hope they're fans. I hope <laughs> someone's listening. <laughs> oh. Hi, Pauline. Hey, Dad. Hey, me. Um, I don't know. Maybe... Yeah. Me again, probably in like another week or two. Oh, the Indigis. Shout out the Indigis. Thank you so much. I totally forget. Thank you, guys. You know it. You know it, yeah. 
That means a lot to them. And they're like, oh. Well, you're just about to end it? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> what the fuck? I was just shout outing my invigies. How long have we been going? 55. 55 fucking minutes? Mm-hmm. Was this really that long? What the hell were we talking about? That can't be right. Did I tell them to get a Confederate flag Tesla? Yeah. <laughs> Did I tell them about the douchebag named Lynn? Lynn. I totally forgot that part. Yeah, so the douchebag was like, Hey, my name's Lynn. <laughs> I was like, No, you're a douche. <laughs> so that sums that up. And Charlie Disney is the same thing. I don't think Charlie's a di- I think Charlie is a Disney. I don't think Charlie Disney's a douchebag. I think Disney's douchebags. I think they're really actually Chinese, but that's a conversation for another day. Thank God no one's listening. Um, and, uh, oh, we didn't even do how to pass the drug test about our lawyer friend. Aww. Yeah. Oh, now I can do it? You don't want to end it? You don't want to cut it right there? You sure? Jeez. Did this drag that much? Maybe we'll cut a lot. We'll cut the part about civil rights. <laughs> um, anyways, a friend of ours is trying very hardly to become a Supreme Court justice. And you saw them recently shaking hands with Joe Biden and um, Cory Booker crying, crying his eyes out for her. This is a friend of mine. Um, And she actually has to pass a drug test in a couple days. That way she can be a nurse too. Uh, Get into nursing school. Um, this is my friend who's also the Supreme Court Justice, and that's why there's a P-test. And, um, she's really, she really has to pass this test, and she, I happen to know she smokes every day for probably the last five years. This is my friend, the Supreme Court Justice, Kintanji Brown, (laughs) (laughs) the one who was just appointed in. Uh, so she smokes every day, but she's got to pass this drug test. And she says to me, you know, I only have like 10 or 14 days. I'm not sure I have to get the appointment. I can go to my own doctor and everything. And I said, well, you know, first thing detox, like to, before anything else, that'll get your mind right. You know, I know. Listen, we go way Manifest back. It. Manifest that bitch. Hit your bowls in the morning. First thing. Mm-hmm. Make some bull noises as I do the rest of the podcast. So, Kintanji Brown, my friend who smokes every day. We smoke all the time. Sometimes she smokes, you know, in our back room, in our my room, whatever. Hangs out, we play cards. And so, <clears throat> I told her, best bet, oil change. BMS, if you ever seen it. Whip in, whip out, get the tube in there, catheter. Clean piss in, pull out, easy money. Make sure you do a detox and a flush so that that lining's clean. Um, She was against that. I do think her only chance is to just get a friend's piss or animal piss. (laughs) 
This is Supreme Court Justice. I'll show you the video of everyone clapping after she walks in um, to court. Let me see here. Maybe it's not going to play because of uh, modern day racism, but we're trying to end that. They're all clapping for my friend Kentonji Brown. Uh, Senate confirms Kentonji Brown Jackson as Supreme Court Justice. The Republicans are walking out because we live in a. Uh, cheering, and you saw people uh, in the rest of the chamber, and Republicans filing out silently afterwards. Okay, so we live in a dystopian land where the not a dystopian land. It's just where the commoners are played for fools, and it's just reality TV. So when something good for the Democrats happen, they all do a standing ovation. The Republicans walk out, and when the Republicans have something good happen. The guys sit there all proud, fucking old as shit, and the Democrats, like, throw fucking dildos at them or vagina hats. Like, I don't know. It's always a... It's... This is America. Or there's a riot on our, on our election day. But my friend, I think, is going to make it. So... We'll get an update on that if she uh, she does get in a nursing, I mean, lawyer, lawyer, Supreme Court Justice School. Um, and that'll be fun. <laughs> okay. Uh, good night, Dad. Oh!